What's up guys? We are on week five of the study here for my book, The One Thing You Need to Know About God. <clears throat> so this um, starts part two of the book, which is really like the beaten potatoes, if you will. The first part was kind of just introducing the concept, and now this is where I'll get more into God's character, which is the, the title for this part of the book. Um, and this chapter is called The God I Wish You Knew. So the idea for this um, blog series that I did, this is actually the first blog series that I did for my blog, um, <clears throat> came from a concept from uh, teacher Arthur Menches. He was uh, a teacher in my Bible school. And he came up with like the five um, most common misconceptions about God that he thought. And I uh, agreed with them and <clears throat> kind of developed the, the series from that. So the, uh, the five most common misconceptions are that God is distant, that he is um, like a grandfather God, like he's nice, but he's too old, um, that he's a school like a school teacher, someone that you need to please to avoid punishment, um, that he's an angry, judgmental God, all about right and wrong. And um, the other one is that he's a mystical God, like, you know, people say he works in mysterious ways. So... You know, I put together some information and, and a lot of scriptures to uh, combat those misconceptions. I'll just touch on uh, those five here and then, you know, hopefully you guys will read the book or go through the chapters or both. Uh, I'm sorry, the, the Bible study questions to uh, help you understand the concepts a little bit further. But so, you know, God being a distant God, um, it's just funny, like when I see... Uh, you know, TV shows like Saturday Night Live talk about God. You know, if they have him featured in one of the, the sketches, they'll, um, you know, inevitably most of them will have some point where God will be like, oh, I'm too busy for you. Why did you think that I would ever, you know, be concerned about something that was going on here with you? I'm way too busy. Um, but it's just it's just funny that that always tends to come up. Um which is really a complete misconception. That's just reasoning about God from the carnal mind. Um, you know, there's scriptures that talk about he'll never leave you nor forsake you, that he knows the number of hairs on your head. So he is a very personal, personal God. You know, it's not like he just has no idea about you or no concern about you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's what I would say about God being a distant God. <clears throat> um, so the grandfather God is definitely a logical one I can understand. It's like people say, well, you know, the Bible was written 2,000 years ago. It's out of touch with society today, and, you know, it's not really relevant. To that, I mean, I would say, <clears throat> um, I mean, God is, is a genius in all aspects of life. I mean, he, it's not like he's caught off guard by stuff that happens, or he doesn't understand, or he's not, <laughs> he's not relevant. So, um, that I mean, like I said, I put some scriptures together for that one, um, but you know I can understand that logic, but that's again reasoning from the carnal mind and kind of um, not understanding, you know, the omnipotence of God, how He can be all places at at all times, and um, you know really understand what's going on with us. He's not He's not confused or out of touch with what's going on with today's society. Um, school teacher God, you know, one where we, we try to, um, to please him and, and avoid punishment. I mean, that's kind of like the son versus servant mentality. And, um, you know, again, 
just based on the message that a lot of people hear, they have this servant mentality. They, they're just all about thinking about what, what does God want me to do? What, what should I do? What should I be doing for God? And it's all about the doing part as opposed to relationship where like a son, I mean, a son doesn't have to do anything to be a son. He is a son, period, end of story, you know? And so that's the basis that God relates to us on. And that's, you know, he's not um, angry with you about anything that you might've done or not done. He just wants to you to come to him and have relationship with him. And so, you know, the, the whole school teacher type um, image of God um, just doesn't doesn't go along with with what you hear in the Bible. Um, so the angry judgmental God, I mean, again, it's the same type of thing. But that I think a lot of times, excuse me, stems from um, a misunderstanding about why the Ten Commandments were given. You know, I think a lot of people will look at the Ten Commandments and think it's kind of um, unreasonable, or you know, they're not able to measure up. So they it makes them feel bad, but <clears throat> the reason why the Ten Commandments were given, um, and it says this in the Bible, was to kind of show us our need for a Savior. You know, um, one of the biggest hindrances to us living a life with God is uh, pride. You know, we think that we don't need God, or we think that, um, you know, it's not re it's not relevant to our to our life here on Earth, um, which again is is just not true, and. Um, so that's why the law was given was to show us our need for a savior and um you know I, I go into that a little bit more in depth in the book and then the last one is the mystical god which again i can i can definitely relate to that and i can understand where people are coming from as far as people saying like well god just works in mysterious ways and you just you know you can't understand them so why even try or just, you know, it, it keeps people at arm's length with God as opposed to having them drawn closer to him. And the things that I would say about that are he definitely works in different ways than than we do. You know, the Bible says that um, his ways are higher than our ways and, you know, his, his thoughts are different than our thoughts. So in that aspect, yes, it's different, but it's not necessarily mysterious because there are also scriptures that say he's the same yesterday, today and forever. So he is consistent, he um, is trustworthy, and he can be known, you know, if you make yourself available and put in the effort to, to get to know him, it's not like, you know, it's impossible to get to know God. So those are the five misconceptions, and that's kind of the, the like I said, the first blog series that I did, which went along with my theme, the, the, the blog was called God Needs New PR. So along with that theme, it's like, I feel like God has a certain image in the world and we need to counteract that and uh, and help him get some new PR. So that was kind of the whole basis behind that. I hope uh, this chapter helps you guys. Um, hope you get something out of the, uh, the study guide and the questions as well. Let me know if you have questions, comments, and thanks for stopping by. Peace. Way, 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 way,